This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Genesis chapter 2 verse 20 to 25. Genesis 2, 20 to 25. And Adam gave name to all cattle, and to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the feed. But for Adam, there was not found and help meat for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his rings, and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord has taken from man, make he a woman, and brought her unto to, to the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, and the flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman. Somebody that was taken from the womb, and then suddenly he discovered that this woman was taken from his rib, and he now said, Your name shall be called woman. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> because she was taken out of man. That's why he said, woe man. You come back to where you are taken away. Do you get the revelation now? Am I speaking to somebody? So that's why in marriage, you see that they will ask the husband to hook up with the wife. Ha! I see some spinters that are above 40 years stand if you are there 40 years and I hear the sound of your marriage bed. Malika Pandoseke. Anybody above 40 years that have not connected or somebody just stand up, whether you are a man or woman, take your miracle wherever you are standing right now. I command the bone of your bone and the flesh of your flesh to look at you. They will feel nostalgia. They will not be able to rest until when they come to seek your hand in marriage. Every embargo that was placed upon your destiny, I command that embargo lifted in the name of Jesus. Hey, the embargo has been lifted. I use you as a point of contact for others. You are connected to the right person. Oh, thank you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh and they both and they shall be one flesh and they were naked, the man and his wife and they were not ashamed. Any moment that makes somebody to be ashamed of his wife or his or her husband that might be they are not in good relationship. If it is ordained relationship, perfectly ordained by God, you will be proud to say, this is my wife. The woman will be able to say, this is my husband. It's not that when your husband has got into the crowd, and you said, have you met my husband? They say, where is he? Oh, that one. The woman is not sure. May your case. <laughs> it's a serious one. No? <laughs> you know, God instituted relationship. God did what? He instituted relationship. And God is the author of relationship. The Bible says, at the cool of the day, God will come down and have fellowship with man. So, relationship was from the beginning. It was what? From the beginning. God has 
you and your woman and the one you are going to marry, he has in the mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No man was born an island. We need one another. I hope you know that. In a building, the bricklayer cannot do all the work. You need the carpenter. You need the plumber. You need the architect and the engineer to combine together and put in place this kind of edifice. Bring into action. We all need one another. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody? Even Jesus in his ministry, the Bible said, the reason why he called the 12 apostles was that they would be with him. They would what? Be with him. Hallelujah. So the woman, uh, God doesn't want a man to be alone. Doesn't want the woman to be alone. Therefore, he created the woman to be a helpmate to the man, a companion. Now, a helpmate. What is relationship? Relationship is about all about affinity, association, and connection. It's all about what? Affinity, association, and connection. By coming to Abuja for a certain reason, for a certain purpose, I was connected to the man of God. You know, the way God works. When we were posted 2010, is it 2010 now? Yes. We received letter together. I'm to go to Northern Province 13. He was to come to Northern Province 14. Do you understand? Together. And suddenly the authority changed mind to Osuntiri, Elisha, for one particular reason or the other. So for five years I was there, and yet we were connected together. And I told him I'll be coming to Abuja. He connected me to you. It's about relationship. Please cherish relationship. You hear me? Do what? Cherish relationship. Hallelujah. So no matter how powerful you are, you need relationship to succeed. No matter how anointed you are, the general overseer of the redeemed Christian church of God cannot be everywhere, cannot do everything with the highest anointing that they had. He needs some of us, small, small boys, to do small, small work somewhere so that the work can move on. It's all about relationship. Hallelujah. Your PICP cannot do the work. Hallelujah. That's why you are here and you are doing a great work. And God is backing you up. Hallelujah. I say you are in the right place. So in marriage, we need one another. Relationship is the way in which two or more people talk to or behave or relate to each other. And in business, we also talk about partnership. We talk about what? Partnership. And this is bounded by certain law called the law of contract and agreement. That's relationship. You discuss business. Thank you, Father. The Lord said there is somebody here. You apply for a certain contract that's worth more than 50 million, and they rejected your proposal because you are not their loyalist. But God said, He's turning the table around just for you. Yeah. Put your hands together for the Lord. 
So there is need for agree, mutual agreement. And even in marriage, there, needs, there, needs, there is need for mutual agreement. Amos chapter 3, verse 3. Amos 3, verse 3. The Bible says, can two work together? Except they be what? Agreed. Number two, there must be love and submission. Love and submission. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21 to 25. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21 to 25. It said, submitting yourself one to another in the fear of God. So the issue of submissiveness is not only on the part of the woman, it's also on the part of the man because it says submitting yourself one to another. Apart from that man is going to love his wife, is he part of that to submit together in agreement for certain reason? I know the men may not like that one. They may say it is the duty of the woman. Well, that's what the Bible said in that particular verse. Said, <laughs> so what? Marriage is an institution ordained by God. What? Whatever we do in marriage is more give glory to the Almighty God. And every one of us, whether we know it or not, we are going to give account of what we do in our marriage. That's why it's not good for a man to cheat on the wife, not the wife cheat on the man, because you know. The law of marriage is such one that's so unique that it's the only one that took the man and the woman to the altar. You are not just giving a promise, you are giving an oath. Do you hear me? The promise for one reason or the other, you can say, well, for this reason or whatever, I may not go, I may, I may not continue, but in oath, you are banded together. Oath is stronger. So that's why they call it marriage oath. So if you are not sure, man, Lord, sorry, you to... <laughs> Because marriage is more than what we just think. That's why it is for man and woman. It's not for girls and boys. <laughs> Do you hear me now? So all those laughing Tokyo that you are doing around the corner. It takes maturity to go into marriage. It takes maturity to remain in marriage. With ups and downs, you see, they kakaraka. And don't let me tell I mean, don't tell me there is perfect relationship somewhere. There are relationships with ups and downs, but the ability to man to agree together to Unite together and fight a common force. That can give you victory. Amen. Am I, am I saying the truth? When sometimes pastors don't want to say so many things because we are too holy to say some things about marriage. Say nothing. Anybody come to me for counseling about marriage and they are fighting. I ask the woman, I hope you are not defrauding your husband. You know what I mean? You don't know. Okay, you will know. <laughs> or the man, I will ask. Because Paul Apostle says so. I hope you are giving good food to your husband. Some hire people to be cooking for their husband. It's a serious business. Housemaid. To lay the bed for your husband. Ah, trap. Rebecca, what are you doing? I'm laying the bed for a girl. 
Ah! Eu! Hmm. Hmm. The hand that take care of your food and take care of your room and your bed is very important. Don't be tempted if your husband dress and you don't try to look at the man very well. There is a secretary in the office who say, hey, okay, this is your tie, crooked to the right. And the man will say, oh, oh, this woman, this lady cares. Oh, she cares. And the wife do not mind. And the same thing goes to the man, no. If your wife dress, because your wife is your image. And your husband is also your image. Do you hear me? Hello, somebody. I, okay. <laughs> Did I preach it? <laughs> All right now. Let me move on. You, you see, in relationship, when you talk to the wife, the wife needs to submit unto their husband. You don't rub shoulder with the man. Already there is an ego in the man. That says, I am the man in this house. And then when you want to tussle with that man, eh, okay, I will show you that I'm a man. Man. <laughs> you must submit to your husband. Your submission to your husband is unconditional. That's to the women now. I'm coming to the men now. Two, you must be able to trust your husband. If I'm in the office till 1 a.m. and there's a woman with me, my wife will not think twice. I'm not saying it's possible. Are you listening to me? But she won't think twice. Why? Because he trusted me and I trusted her. So it is easy for us to believe one another. Trust is the bedrock of marriage. When there is lack of trust, the marriage cannot last. Do you hear me? When there is what? Lack of trust, the marriage cannot last. Let me fire on. The woman must be humble. You must, you must learn to say sorrow. I mean, say sorry. I mean to say sorry when you need to say sorry and let it come from the depth of your heart. As some men find it very difficult to say sorry. So also some women don't see reason why they should say sorry. And the devil will take advantage of that. The man will be grumbling inside him, okay? If this woman do not say sorry, I will withdraw the allowances, then all that. <laughs> and some men, they are very deep in their thought. They won't show it at the face. But they kept it there. Am I speaking to somebody? Uh-oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. So learn to say sorry. And please, if you want to forgive, forgive wholeheartedly. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 to 15, Matthew 6, verse 14 to 15, he said, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your what? Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. The next thing that the woman should do, compliment don't complete, don't compete with your husband. You have to compliment. That's why they said he created you to become a help meet, not to compete with the man. Man doesn't like that. Am I lying? Uh oh, man, just keep quiet. Oh. Doesn't like to be compete with. 
It doesn't matter your level of education. Man still wants you to respect him and respect the office as a symbol of Christ in that house. Is that okay? Uh oh. So the issue of women liberation in marriage, Kowaku. <laughs> you say, well, well, you have degree, I have degree, and we study the same law. We are lawyer, and hey, I know she me. Please, your husband in everything, most especially in conjugal relationship. Don't say the man. I'm waiting for you. You will come and meet me. Eh? The man understand. The devil will use that one. Say, okay. Say, be you are coming the night. You will meet me there. <laughs> it's both for the man and the husband. I hope if you are not married, don't go and try it. Oh. Praise God. Oh. I'll see now, pastor. Say, <laughs> one different one another. Amen. So please. Make sure you give your husband good, good food. If you don't know how to cook good food, go and learn. There was a time my wife discovered that I love fried rice. And then she went to people that knows how to cook fried rice very well. And she learned. And it does not matter that fried rice was, I mean, fried rice was not my best food. But I just love it. So she learned. And today she's best cook on fried rice. Put your hand. You, you wish to meet my wife. After five, she's still looking like a Swiss sixteen. One day I will import her to this place. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Does that mean that we are not having up and down? No. Hello, am I, am I right? Does it mean that we don't argue? We argue. But we find solution to our problem. Hello? Can I tell you the truth? Does it mean that we are not quarreling? We quarrel. But we, ref- we resolve our indifferences and move on. Because there is no other alternative. No what? Other alternative. You are married today. You are married forever. You are married today. You are married forever. <laughs> So that's why before you go into relationship and marriage, you must look very well. You must pray very well. You must ask God to lead you. Don't choose by sight. Don't choose because that man is in money. Man, if you see the kind of car that that guy is using, it's bound. Is that the reason why you want to marry the man? Oh God, have mercy. Hello? Am I speaking to somebody? Do not raise your voice against your husband. Do not disrespect your husband. Number seven. Believe the best about your partner. Protect your husband outside. Protect your wife outside. Some women don't know how to keep their home. They, they, they can talk anything. They say, I asked him for 5,000. He did not give me. The other woman said, Eh, my own 5 million, no. And he did not give him 10 naira. But the devil just want to use the woman to scatter the home. I say, Eh, hey. so your husband give you 5 million? He said, Yes. Ha. My doctor, I asked for 5,000. He can't give me. Don't worry. The man that cannot give you 5,000 today is going to buy a lesson's car for you. 
Oh God, put your hands together for the Lord. Hello, somebody? Am I speaking to somebody? All right. Do not starve. Do not punish your husband with food and don't deny him of conjugal right. To the man, uh, well, let me just jump to the man, is the issue of love. It has to be unconditional. You just have to love the woman. There is no woman without nagging habit. It is the level at quick they nag that make the difference. <laughs> Am I speaking the truth? <laughs> Hello? I. Ladies, I. You say that woman, no, if you put water in her mouth, you go to Akure and come back. It go, uh, uh. You know, when I was young, somebody would say that proverb, and one other man that is married will now ask the question, has the man married? They said no. He said, how do you know that he's gentle? You know, the same thing goes to the woman. He said, has the woman married? He said, no, uh-uh. And you assess he's gentle. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, husband, love your wife unconditionally. Learn the language of love. Learn to apologize. One of the easiest things for me to do is to say sorry. I can say sorry 1,000 times. My wife will say, that's how you used to say sorry. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I say, what do you expect me to do? (laughs) I am a man of God. (laughs) Loud and clear, I'm a man of God. So, if I'm at fault, I have to agree that I'm at fault. If I say sorry to you 1,001 times, it has not been written on the forehead of my... <laughs> Hallelujah. And it's easy for her to forgive me because before she said that, I said sorry man, I'm very sorry. <laughs> Hallelujah. Learn the language. Learn the language of love. Learn to appreciate one another. Avoid secrecy. Or any intimacy with other women. It does not matter how another woman looks like. It's just the, the, the caption and everything about her outside that is different. Every other thing about women remains the same. You don't believe me? You don't believe me. One can be light. One can be black. One can be short. One can be, what do you call it? Fat. One can be indigo, yellow, blue, or whatever. With all the dressing and everything, women remain women. So, by belief, that's your own wala. Praise God. So don't try to compare your, your, your wife with another woman. Don't say, ah, oh, can't you see that woman? That means you prefer the other man's wife to your wife. And women don't want to hear that kind of thing. They can scatter the home. When you are telling your wife, can't you see that woman? Uh-huh. She will say, all right. Go and marry the woman. <laughs> Am I lying? These are practical way in relationship. Well, God will have mercy on me. Hallelujah. Keep our love the way you met it. I'm talking to the man now. Never degenerate to the level of beating your wife. Do everything together. Let her love prayer as you love prayer. 
It's not every time you will be on the mountain, no. Some men, you know, they have secret room, separate room that their wife should not enter. If you have room that your wife should not enter, then something is happening in that place. Hello? Your wife should not enter one particular room. Maybe there is a God. Small geo that you are worshipping there. They said, the Bible said they were naked. They were not ashamed. They were naked together. What are you keeping from your wife? No secret. No secret dealing. If you truly love the woman, let her know you and be able to stand and say, I know my husband. A man of God has a problem and a case happened and the woman stood by him. I say, I know my husband. My husband cannot do this. Everybody was messing up the man of God. And the woman stood by him. And said, my husband cannot do this. And God vindicated the man. But people don't believe the man. But the wife stood by the woman. The same thing goes to the man. You must be able to stand by your wife. Hello? Hello, somebody? Well, the Lord will help us. Uh, it's your best prayer partner. Please, men, I beg you, don't make another woman your prayer partner when you have your wife. Devil is very cunning. You always lock in the door. You say, we are prayer partner together. Ew! You carry fire! You see fire burning. And you they put your hand for fire. God have mercy. So, okay, let me talk to generally now. In relationship, there is need for adaptability. There is need for what? Adaptability. Why? Because you are not born by the same parents and the same mother or the same father. Even identical twins, there is slight difference between two of them. So you need to adapt, look at the background from point of view from where the woman is coming. And those of you who want to marry, look at that. Because when you are connected, you must be able to adapt. Maybe cultural differences. You know, even marry a Yoruba lady or man. There is the culture differs. But then you must be able to adjust. In marriage, in order for you to enjoy your marriage and not endure your marriage, there is difference between the two. There are categories of people who enjoy their relationship, and there are some who endure. Hmm? May God make your home heaven on earth. Then, thank God for the uh, testimony of that our sister. In relationship, particularly in marriage, you must see. Your in love as in love. You do not hear me. Don't see them as father in love. L E A W or mother in love. But see them mother in love. Do you hear me now? I will establish that with Ruth. Ruth chapter 1, verse 16 to 17. Ruth 1, verse 16 to 17. Thank you, Father. So in relationship, forgiveness is compulsory. It's compulsory. And please, 
Stop fighting about money. In your marriage, stop fighting about what? About money. Before money comes, you know one another. Even if money has come before you get married, you must not because of uh, money. Don't let money tear your marriage apart. Hallelujah. As soon as possible, as God is blessing you, make sure you write your will. Some people will say, huh? At what age? Yes, I wrote my will at the age of 40. And I'm about to clock 56. So that about 16 years, and I'm still alive. And I'm not going to die now because my name is Kuti Apamaku. <laughs> Praise God. So I wrote my will. I don't have anything at the age of 40. I wrote my will. And I'm, <laughs> I'm still alive. 16 years after. Secure the life of the woman. Because terrible things are happening when after the demise of the man. What two of you labor together? Some people who don't know what to suffer. They're just breathing. Where is the car? Where is the key to the house? They know nothing about that. Let it be legally sealed. Am I speaking? <laughs> I know the women will love that one. <laughs> Praise God. Oh. Write your will. And let your, that give confidence to the woman, of course. And that their life is secure after your demise. Praise the Lord. Above all, let God take center stage of your relationship. Any relationship, whether in business, whether in marriage, whether in ministry, or whatever. Let God take what? Center stage. And anyone who keeps God out of his relationship cannot enjoy good relationships. God must be the center of your relationship. Let me stop here. God taking absolute control, being in charge in everything is not optional. It's compulsory. Rise to your feet. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.